Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of our community members. Find us at whateverworks.works. And why not join our community? Simply search for Whatever Works at mewe.com and get stuck in. But when you pick them, they just bleed, don't they? What? Then don't! Oh, 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 hang on, we're started. Oh, uh, hello, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Whatever Works, we're in a daft mood today, watch out everyone. Hello Aiden. that's my, that's my genuine, that's my genuine voice. Don't Hello Aidan, how again. are you? <laughs> I'm very well today, so thank you very much, how are you? <laughs> oh, you've got a work in Germany already, have you? Is it on a boat? Oh, on a boat, yes, I remember boats, I remember other countries yeah. and when we were allowed to visit them. Incidentally, um, before we go on, it's raining here, and it's lovely. It's nice and cool, and it's raining, but you might be able to hear the rain, so if you can, tough titty, everyone. <laughs> w- welcome to Whatever Works. Me and Aidan back again to brighten up your day, hopefully. We're on show 140. You know what people are going to start doing, Ted? They're going to whiz through the first 30 seconds of the show knowing that it's inane <laughs> rubbish, and the actual show proper will start at about 35 seconds in. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can please themselves, can't they? Oh, please yourself, <laughs> Please yourself. No. Um, right, we're at the end of June. In fact, it's Friday the 25th of June. Summer is upon us. We're we're over the longest day, so it's all uphill from here, folks. Hurrah! And um, <laughs> heading towards Christmas. <laughs> oh, don't. don't. I've just works. been offered a panto job. Don't, don't go there. Oh, yeah. Congratulations on that. Directing a panto, no less, Mr Bell. Well, one has to do what one can. Yeah, whateverworks.works is where you'll find all the stuff you need for this show, including links to all the stuff we're going to talk about, stuff that we've scooped up from the MeWe group. Thank you, folks, for chipping in there thank and you, um, thank you. giving thank you. us um, stuff for the to talk about on the show, as well as some bits and pieces that we picked up along the way as well. TedSalmon.com for me, AidenBell.com for Aiden. And if you want to buy me a coffee, that's very welcome, and I'll thank you in advance. That's at paypal.me forward slash. Ted Salmon. Let's get back to the feedback and it's Richard Anthony first with earbud wings. Do your earbuds stay in, he says. Having got myself some LG earbuds some some time ago, I really liked them to start with, but as I feared, they don't stay in for long. So, I looked for a solution and found these earbud wings. They work well and they're cheap as chips. They just need to be kept clean as they can slip if they are a little bit too much covered in ear grease and wax and (laughs) disgusting stuff from ear canals. The only other downside is having to remove them to put the buds back into the charging case. Uh, Yeah, I see what you mean. But that's a small price to pay, he says, to ensure they stay in your ear. So, yeah, they look good, like a good idea. I, I, personally, I couldn't be bothered. Even if I wanted in-canal earbuds, I couldn't be bothered keep taking the wings off. But but good for him. Yeah, Link I, to eBay on that one. I was quite facetious on the group because, like yourself, Ted, I'm not a fan of in-ear headphones or buds or any such, and I, I t- tend to avoid them like the plague. And I, 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 I stupidly said, well, it would be quite nice just to wear the wings by themselves just as a conversation <laughs> starter, like some sort of strange plastic bling in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make it a trend. Go oh, for it. And on to more serious matters. Chris Kelly brings us 100 LED solar lights outdoor, £4. Chris says, I bought these four for le- Sorry, I'll start that again. He says, I bought these, full stop, for less than £20, full stop. Chris bought them from AliExpress. 
Full stop. My house is in the corner of a cul-de-sac, says Chris, so my driveway and garage sit at an angle to the house. The fact that these lights shine sideways as well as forwards is particularly useful. So they shine round corners, you're saying, Chris. That's clever. <laughs> I have one on either side of the carport between the house and garage, one on the back of the garage to light up a dark corner of the garden, and one above the back door of the house. I've had them up since January, <coughs> excuse me, and they have been working well. Yeah, I, I've... I've got some similar but smaller lights to these myself Chris LED lighting as we've discussed on the show many times is coming on in leaps and bounds and these things this 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 little solar LED panels that just sit there and do their thang are great fun can't fault yeah, they, them the the way they get around the corner these particular ones is that they've got a panel on the ends as well as the bottom and yeah, I can see what he means. Yes, yes. So yeah, they look they look really neat, don't they? And seven pounds seventy seven each from Amazon. Although, as he says, he got them cheaper from um, AliExpress. If you're prepared to go for that route, which we know Ted isn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they've well, got a hundred and eighty um, degree angle of light, basically, haven't they? So yeah, nice, good call, Chris. Thank you. Indeed, very nice. Gareth Williams is next on friend referral benefits. Ah. Now this is more this is more like a bit of a tip really. Seeing the Kindle Unlimited post from Ted on P, uh, PSC for which I offer my thanks. That's because I um, Amazon were doing this. Um, if you sign up for Kindle Unlimited, then um, I would for all the people that use my link, I was getting three pound fifty, I think it was, for each person that signed up. So I stuck it on PSC and. Um, a, a shameless link for money. Um, and uh, um, I think three or four people did it, and I got a few quid out of it. So mm-hmm. thank you very much, folks. Anyway, get back to Gareth. I got to thinking about the vast amount of businesses now looking to increase market share and their databases by offering su- referral schemes. I recently invited my partner to join Re- Revolut, a digital bank. I've pre- previously heralded on whatever works. She joined... I got 75 quid. (laughs) They continue to run this offer as they do their competitors or something similar. Not just a banking, um, not just in banking, though. I actually bought a a desktop PC, says Gareth, with funds from my energy supplier, which was um, Bulb, who have since moved to an energy credit option instead of direct payouts, which is just as good, I suppose, if you're going to use the energy anyway. It seems the opportunities are boundless for us consumers. And with social media being what it is, the process is easier than ever. Are we making the most of these opportunities? Well, I also noticed that Xiaomi were doing one of these, um, which someone posted about in the group, and they were doing this crowd buying thing, or was it called something like that. And what you do is you get together with ten of your friends, or nine of your friends, I think you've got to have ten people, and you all decide to buy a phone from Xiaomi, and if you do, you get it at a discount, everyone gets it at a discounted price. So yeah, I think, Gareth, you're right, there's lots of deals and stuff going on um and it's certainly worth um looking out and and, and checking before you buy with all these sorts of things so shall we allow them to do all nine at once i was thinking it's the first person has to recommend it to the second who has to recommend it to the third and it could go on forever but it's it's done as a block purchase i think it? yeah i think you, you you've got to get together first oh that's and, good yeah you know, personally, I am not, no, making the most of these opportunities, basically because I'm allergic to social media, which, as we know, well, I'm, I'm working on. <laughs> I'm seeing a therapist for that. Yeah, there are a lot of these opportunities, aren't there? I, I 
one thing that I do do online is a market research. I apply now and again for paid market research for various things. And they're often saying, if you know anyone who does this, that and the other, we will pay you £15. And I know insurance companies will say that. If you bring someone else to us, we'll give you money. £75 from Revolt yeah. was incredible, wasn't it? And switching banks, you you often get a, a bung, don't you? Yes. So if you, if you uh, I know that Santander at the moment are doing 100 quid if you um, switch from your bank to Santander and they, they just go around in loops as Gareth says and you just got to keep your your eyes peeled but yes I suppose you could you could make a small amount of pocket money just from incentives couldn't you if you moving money around back in the day when people used to play the game with credit cards well maybe they still do move your balance of your credit card around that's right yes card yes. to card and you end up paying no interest on the money like forever um and and okay you never you don't get it paid off whatever you owe but um you don't pay any interest on it that's right. keep moving it around i don't know if um the credit cards have caught up with people on that yet or not but certainly that game used to be played Ways to make money if you are cunning. Indeed. Frank Neatart brings us more LED nightlights. Wait, well, this time it's a nightlight. More LEDs. It's a rear 5060 LED nightlight. Frank says, as I listened to the episode with the bees, I remembered this yeah. item that we have been using for more than eight years now. It's an LED light that you plug into a wall socket. Yeah, it's a sort. it just looks like a sort of little plug with a nifty little built-in LED light. It has a light sensor, so it will turn off if it gets dark. Sorry, on if it gets dark and off if there's enough light around. The colour is some sort of yellow and that makes it special. I learned a couple of years ago that this yellow cannot be seen by insects and therefore you can leave this light turned on and have the windows open without attracting insects of all sorts. Fiendish, says Ted Salmon. We have three of them in the important places of the flat to find the way in the middle of the night without having to turn on extra lights. Yeah, we've That's talked... Yeah. We had these on the show two or three years ago and you may remember, yeah, Ted, yeah. I investigated putting yellow light bulbs in our nighttime light outside the back door because we were getting a bit of a sort of um, insect centrale gathering committee meeting of insects every night and the, the yellow bulbs did indeed attract far fewer insects than regular ones did the problem was the yellow bulbs I found kept blowing and in the end I just went back to regular bulbs um, so you're, yeah. you, you are quite right Frank yellow light does indeed appear to be not so attractive to insects and can therefore be used for such as this I used to find that um, the the you, you know we were talking about a while ago about LED bulbs the, these little strange shaped ones which I can't remember the name of now and Chris Kelly was involved in this and he put he gave me a link to get some from Amazon and I couldn't get those ones because they were too tall but I got some other ones and I've used I've got a box of ten of them I think and I used two of them and they keep blowing and so I don't know what's wrong with them but I went back to the original one which was not an LED one it's an ordinary one and put that in and it's worked ever since absolutely perfectly so i think i've got some odd thing going on there with the power or whatever but um yeah led lights are the thing i know i've said on the show before ted that i was somewhat hoisted by my own petard in that i when led started to become a thing and regular old-fashioned bayonet light bulbs started to go out of style in classic aiden bell style i said i don't like this i love light bulbs and i filled a cupboard with light bulbs i have quite literally yeah. <coughs> excuse me got enough old-fashioned light bulbs to keep me going to the rest of my life and beyond and yet <coughs> i am now beginning to be brought around to the led way of things so if anybody right. wants to open a casino and needs a lot of light bulbs got me a line <laughs> <Yes. clears throat> 
Can you can you just get that army of frogs out of your throat? Do you know what? It's 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 podcast frogitis. It seems to happen yeah. every time I do whatever works. It's probably the only time of the week I actually speak to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Not soon. You'll have to do panto. No. Oh um, no, I won't. Back to Fra- <laughs> back to back to Frank. Um, I t- tried to track some of these rear R E E R lights down, but eight years ago is a long time. He's had them for eight years. Um, they're out of stock at Amazon UK. They are listed at Amazon UK, but they're they're you know not available. Yeah. eBay have got some, but they're really expensive. Twenty two pound each. Um, I went to the rear website and I couldn't get anywhere. But anyway, Frank contacted the company and confirmed that yes, sadly they have been discontinued and you can't get them. Well, you can't get them new from the company anymore. But eBay is your friend, and there are similar ones. So thank you, Frank. Indeed, Dennis. Sorry, I was going to say Dennis. It's not Dennis. It's Daniel Bemis or Bemis. It's not De- Be- Be- Daniel Demis. <laughs> On JML Arctic Air, this is following my AliExpress disaster, this cooler, he says, works really great as a fan for one person. It's the same story as the one before, really. Um, you can get it to, you can use it to keep a small room cool, but it works best as a cooling fan for one person on the desk, probably a USB, the same thing as I had before or I tried to have before. A great solution to beat the heat for a couple of weeks out of the year when it's hot. $40, he says, in America where he lives. Um, And I can't remember how much they are here, but I'll check. I would buy something bigger and better, he says, if you need to keep a family, couple or regular-sized room cool. How much are they here? $49.99. Oh, 50 quid. That's a bit of a con, isn't it? $40 in America and 50, 50 quid here. Yeah, well, I, you know, when I saw this in our recording notes, Ted, I wondered whether there would be a soapbox involved <laughs> after your experience <laughs> with AliExpress. So, well yeah. done for keeping your cool. Your cool! See what I did there? Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it, it it may just be a question of you get what you pay for, because I remember the, yeah. the AliExpress uh, saga began when somebody had paid over £100 for something like this, yeah, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, and then you, yeah. you bought one for 12 quid and it was worth less than the price of the postage. Well, Robert McCrowan was saying that, um, you know, these things are ridiculously priced. Fair enough. And if to be fair, if the one that arrived from AliExpress worked and it wasn't broken, I would probably be singing its praises by now. Yeah. But it just puts a bad taste in the mouth. But I wonder if this £50 is a sort of in-the-middle price that it is worth. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. The one that I had, I don't think it was worth anything not 50 quid. It was it was just plasticky and it just seemed to be really, really cheap. The sort of thing you'd expect to pay a tenner for, really. Um, but anyway. What I find interesting, dear listener, if you look at the webpage, which will link in the show notes, of course, on Amazon, there are four coloured pictures, yellow, red, purple and green... Yeah. And you know how you, when they have an item that you, is available in several colours, you can just you can scroll the mouse over and see the item in different colours. Well, this has four different colours, but no mention of different colours. And if you click on the pictures, you you get no mention that you're going to get it in that colour. No, no, no. The colours are a light. They, they, you can you, they're, they're, um, they, they, you can it lights up different colours. Oh, it's 
for what it, reason? It, um, <laughs> Just for because, fun, for I fun. Think. Okay, yeah. then that'll be why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it changes like, I don't know how you control it or whatever, I'm not sure. Let's move on, and a post from Ian Barton. Ian Barton, oh, very good, I see what you did there. A posts on post-Crete. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean after Greece, I'm, I did see what I did there. I mean post-Crete, <laughs> as in concrete, as in, Ian says. We have just finished putting up a couple of steel gateposts. We needed to make sure the gateposts were firmly fixed in the ground, as one would. I have also used this type of concrete for fixing some restored old finger posts. And before you ask, Ian says these are direction signs in the ground. There are lots of different brands to do the same thing. These products are very easy to use and do exactly what they say on the bag. Dig a hole for your post and make sure the post is exactly in the correct place and level. If you make a mistake, there is no going back. Pour in about a gallon of water around the bottom of the post. That's 4.5 litres in new money, folks. Open the bag and... God, in European I'm going to get slapped. Did, did you of, put that in there? <laughs> of course I did. My apologies, Ian. I'm going to get slapped one of these days. Open the bag and sprinkle the contents on the water. When you have done that, pour another gallon or so of water, (coughs) 4.5 litres, onto the concrete powder. (laughs) It takes about 24 hours to set completely, but within about 15 minutes, it will have set enough that you won't be able to move the post. Now, again, since I've got my pedantic hat on today, this just seems like concrete for lazy people who can't be bothered to stir it. I mean, yes, if you're going to do masses and masses and masses, <laughs> I can see the worth because it's very quick. In goes the p- water, in goes the powder, in goes the water to the next, to the next, to the next. But otherwise, I don't quite see the advantage of it over simply mixing and pouring. Maybe you, I suppose, no, actually, now I'm thinking out loud, you don't get any dirty vessels, do you? Because you've just, yeah, I'll shut up. <laughs> Well, there's also, you know, if you, there's a comparison maybe with quick-setting polyfiller, for example. You know, in the old days, you had to use stuff that took hours on end to, to dry. Um, in this case, you'd have to set up some sort of thing to hold the post yes. upright while you while it's set. Um, and so I can see the advantage. Perhaps I'm looking at it from the wrong angle. I was thinking that the USP was the fact that you don't have to mix it, that you just pour it in in the ground. Okay. Perhaps I'm missing I, the uh, actual yeah. USP. I think it's quick. Which is that it's quick. In which case, quick. let's move on yeah. quick. Get me out of this hole I've dug myself into. <laughs> Ed House is next on the Logitech K380 keyboard. Now, we've done Logitech keyboards on the show before. We might even have done the K380 at some point in the past. Um, But I love the Logitech K series keyboards, all of them. Over the years, I've had about four of them. At the moment, I've got the 780, and I just love it. It's got a groove down the back that you prop tablets up in and stuff. Anyway, Ed says, new for me this week is the Logitech keyboard, multi-keyboard, sorry, multi-device keyboard, Button press access to three devices absolutely works for me. Having the phone, tablet and laptop part of the same system of work rather than distinct devices. Nice. Love its solid build and um, allegedly two years of battery life. I think the two years claim of battery life is not far off, you know, um, Ed, because I've had mine now for quite some time and I've never, I can't remember ever changing the batteries and I use it very, very regularly. I don't use it, I've got my laptop, I don't use it, but when I've got my desktop, I do. Um, but that's actually a negative 20... for you though, isn't it, Ted? Because changing batteries is one of the joys of your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. A-A-A-A-A. 
Um, he paid 23 quid for this on Amazon Warehouse. At the moment on Amazon, if you want to buy one, I think it's about 33, is it? It's 29.57. 20, right, OK. So, it's, But the K780, I think, is about between 50 and 60 quid, if you want that one. And there's another one, which is a in-between one. I think it's called the K480. But anyway, all of them are really, really good. They're solid. And he's right about the three buttons because you hook one up by Bluetooth to, to various devices around you and you can just switch between them. You press the button. If you want to, to use your tablet, press the button for the tablet and that's it. Your keyboard is hooked up with that and you're typing on that. Really good. Um, good shout, Ed. That's a lovely feature. I do like the sound of that. Uh, aesthetically, it, it worries me slightly simply because I'm not a fan of circles. I'm a straight lines as opposed to curves oh, right, person. Yeah. So... Oh, I love the circles. They're gorgeous. But you can't go wrong with Logitech. No. Brian Hall brings us a Nilkin clamshield slide case for my phone, says Brian. Possibly a little unsightly, but it protects the protruding camera module. Added advantage is that the phone doesn't rock now when I put it down on a flat surface. I saw these on Amazon at around £18, but this one cost £9.23 from a Chinese eBay seller. But I did have to wait two to three weeks. Yeah, yeah. this is rather good. This is actually a physical shutter uh, yes. for your camera on the back of a phone case, which is fairly novel. You're, I mean, how, who am I to tell Ted Salmon that this is novel? How, how often do we see these sort of things, Ted? <laughs> Well, on cases, now you know you do see some cases with that, but they, but um, actually built into the phone. I had to go back to the Nokia N eighty six, which was from about two thousand and nine, I yes, think, or eight yes. or nine, somewhere around there, um, and that had one built in, um, which which was which was great, and and it completely keeps fingers off the lens and dust out, and you know it was a great thing. So good shout, Brian, and and the whatever works about this is clearly that yes, it. it what I just said, it keeps all the dust out. I did um, find one on Amazon um, UK, and it was £12, not 18 but it's not called a Nilkin. It's called some other brand name, but it looks exactly the same. It, it had the same writing, the same marks, everything. So I'll put a link in the show notes to, to that one, because I couldn't find the Nilkin one. But yeah, good shout, Brian. And it is, it is very attractive. Do you know, one of the advantages of my weird uh, clamshell phone that I have, the Cosmo, the, the, the Planet computers Cosmo is that the camera's on the top so I yeah. can actually put mine down on the without you know I don't quite have that same concern with cam with dust on the lens but good good shout yes thank you Brian indeed yes shall I keep that in right my top tip is <laughs> well, actually, have a good cough before you start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. My tip is um, from Steve Litchfield. Why solar power banks can never work? Avoid, avoid, he says. An interesting insight into these devices, um, which we'd all love to work in the UK, but he debunks it completely with physics and maths. And yeah, you need to keep up at the back reading this because I, I got a bit lost. But um he does say that if, you, if you're in the UK, if you get one of these power banks, which on one side of it has got solar panels to allegedly charge it up, you need to live in Uganda or, or, or <laughs> li Libya or somewhere. Or Mars. If, yeah, yeah in, in order to just get that. No, it's cold on Mars. Anyway, um, the uh, in order to get this thing to, to actually do anything useful. Because in the UK, even on a bright sunny day, he contends in his piece. Um, 
you need to, you know, um, go out of your way to leave it. I think one of the things he said was that you can get a, a charge for your phone if you leave it out for a whole day or something, but the sun would have to be out and directly... Anyway, read the article. Link in the show notes for that one. I wonder if I might even have been slightly responsible for Steve's excellent article, because he very kindly helped me. Um, uh, people may remember on the MeWe group, I, I, I have a tiny little five-volt... Uh, pond pump in the garden. What a surprise. I'm building a good pond. You've got in the a garden. pond? Yeah, a pond in the garden. Are you, are you really? um, and I was pond. wanting to do exactly this to get that running. And <laughs> Steve was very, very helpful on the WeWe group and said it might just by the skin of its teeth work, but probably not. So actually, in the end, I abandoned yeah. that idea. And Steve went on to write an article. So there we go. Win win. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just for the record, I'm very pleased that solar panels don't work in the UK. <laughs> I like them to. I like being rained on, please. Okay. <laughs> right. My other top tip is, if you buy a right, this is the scenario, right? You buy a thirty watt plug charger adapter thingy, like typically made by Anchor or whatever, and it says thirty watts on it, and I've got one of these, and it's got three USB A outputs, right? So you plug in your three devices and expect to get thirty watts. Five volts times six amps is thirty watts. Got it, right? That all works fine, but. What it is, is 30 watts maximum. So, what I didn't realise... Well, maybe I'm just stupid and I didn't think about it too closely. Um, you only get 30 watts together, all combined together. And so, if you put three things in that need charging, that the best-case scenario is you're going to get 10 watts for each one, because three tens are yes. 30. Um, and, and as Chris Creddy chips in and says, um, he he's, he sus um, suspects that they would get 10 watts each, but it would depend very much on the prior state of charge of each device. Um, for example, something with 80% charge already on it would draw less current than something with 20% charge in it. So you'd expect that um, excess to then go to the other two devices. But no, because only any, any one port only gets 2.4 amps. So that's about 10 or 12 watts. So the long and the short of this technical um, exploration is... Is you're screwed. <laughs> You do your maths before you get yeah, involved yeah. in these and, and try and understand that you don't get um, quite what it seems um, on these adapters. If you want to get the 30 full watts, you need to get one where it specifically says one, you know, the 30 watts would be in one of the ports if you leave the other two empty, yes. not that it's shared out. Um, anyway, there's my second top tip. It's all about electricity and power today. And I suppose subconsciously we're trained conversely to that because we're used to mains plugs. You can pile them up and plug in as many as you want and bundle socket after socket after socket and you get the same mains charge on every one. So our brains have got yeah. to get used to thinking, well, that's not going to be the case where USB is concerned. I rest your case. I thank you. Time to review something that somebody has very kindly bought through Ted's affiliate link, giving Ted a few Yay. pennies pocket money and giving us the chance to look at something we might otherwise never have even considered. And roll on the drums, please. This... Thank you, sir. This show, it's the Master Lock 207 EURD Magnetic Car Case. This is basically a little itty-bitty uh, magnetic case that you can put a car key in and then put it 
I've got to be careful how I say this because I don't want to be rude. Put it where no one will suspect it's there under the wheel <laughs> arch of your car. Hmm. It's a discreet placement of one to two spare keys. Ideal to hide your key and attach it to your car underside. Magnetic key case securely attaches and holds case to any steel surface. Rust-free, durable plastic. Sliding cover with built-in stop prevents cover from being dropped or misplaced. £7.99. I think this is a great product. My problem is... If I wanted to burgle a house, I would look under the flower pot outside the front door. <laughs> if I wanted to steal a car, I'd look under the wheel arch. I'm not, you know, you've got, you, you'd have to have a degree of imagination and put it under, I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to put it somewhere where people aren't going to immediately know where it is. I know what, you could put it inside the boot. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Schrodinger's spare key. <laughs> but, you know, you know, not, not to criticise. Th- thank you again, whoever, the mystery purchaser of the Master Lock magnetic car case. I hope uh, it works for you. Yeah, and there's lots of metal on your car. You don't have to put it under the wheel yeah, arch yes. where everyone looks first. Yes. Um, you know, you could put it, um, for example, you could attach it around the back of the wheel to your disc brake. Well, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> your, no, your, no, your brake, your brake disc—that's the phrase, yeah. isn't it? Of course, the other problem so, is that cars these days are becoming made less and less of metal. You're getting, you know, fiberglass and all sorts of composite materials oh that won't stick to. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'll shut up because I'm just dissing this purchase completely. We better have another <laughs> jingle, hadn't we? Thank you. No, no, no. Before you do okay. that, I just want to say, I just want to say, if anyone wants to buy anything, spe- sorry, give us some money to get stuff to review on the show, then that affiliate link is where to go. Um, but if you want to buy us a gift voucher for buying stuff on the show, then you can do that by sending um, a um, gift, an Amazon gift token voucher thingy to my email address. Um, so that's it you can have your jingle now or you can just give Aidan Bell money to keep his gob shut right okay now in my my one is a a very exciting one it's a soap dish no it's not a dish it's a soap platform and um, you know we were talking recently about these beard um, shampoos and um, using soap and not bottles with plastic well yes I had two bars of soap that I had to, well, you know, one shampoo and one soap, and I had to put them on the side of the bath. And when I went back to it, I realised that on the side of the bath, it was getting soaking wet somehow. I'm not sure how, but it was. And so these things were just mushing. Anyway, so I went off in search on Amazon, as you do, and um, I got this soap tray thingy for, um, how much was it? Uh, 99p. 99p, yes. Now, this was not only 99p, this is 99p delivered. Now, okay, I'm on Prime, so it wouldn't be delivered if you weren't on Prime. But it, but amazing, 99p delivered. It's basically a piece of TPU, uh, the kind of stuff you'd have a phone case made of, um, a bit like Brian's um, above earlier. It's got nipples on each side, ooh and um, it provides, because of that, a platform. So the nipples sit on the bath on one side, and the your soap bar sits on the nipples on the other side. And in the middle of it, you've got a series of holes the drain to drain the water out and the water goes through. And since I got this 99p cheapest chips, I've had no um, mushy soap or shampoo bars, and it works like a charm. So I'm going to order three more at 99p. Absolute bargain. Link in the show notes. These are fabulous, Ted. Uh, as, I, as I remember saying when you bought them, 
I've seen before these things, but they're set within some sort of dish or bowl. So all that yeah. happens is you just end up with a nasty pile of gunky, uh, greasy liquid that eats away at your soap. So as you've described, this is perfect because yeah. the water drips off the soap and drips away and everything stays nice yeah. and clean and fresh and lovely. And for 99p, what's not to love? It's a platform. As is... What? Uh, Exology <laughs> Fitness 5 to 60 kilogram grip strengthener exerciser, adjustable hand grip strengthener with stainless steel spring for strong wrist, fingers, forearms, hands. £4.73. pence. I um, damaged a wrist, oh, quite a long time ago now, but as I'm sure people know, wrists and ankles take a very long time to heal. And so um, I found in a drawer one of these classic. Um, bent sort of, you know, V-shaped pieces of metal with two rubber handles that you can squeeze back and forth together to strengthen your wrist. Unfortunately, it was a bit too strong for the wrist I want. It was a bit too... I wasn't strong enough, basically. I wasn't butch enough for this thing. So I, I as I said a couple of weeks ago, I tried going to real shops. I went to a couple mm. of cheap pound shops. I went to Tesco. I went to a B&M shop, which we have opposite Tesco. Could I find a wrist exerciser? No, I could not. And so I resorted back online and found a very nice one on Amazon. Uh, it's basically the same thing. It's basically a V-shape that you squeeze back and forth in your fingers. But it's got a spring, a very evident clear spring built into it and a tensioner, an adjuster. So you can indeed adjust from between five and 60 kilograms. Yeah. The the the, tight, the tighter you make it, the harder it is to squeeze. The less you, the more you release it, the easier it is to squeeze. Um, not only that, it seems to be very well built. It's a decent, chunky thing. Um, a lot of these things, especially the one that I found in a drawer, for instance, is plastic, but it has a sort of nasty, um, what's the word? A little piece of tubing made of of more soft rubber that sort of slides over it. This is not that. Mm. This has got proper phone case style rubbery niceness fixed on either side where you're found, where you come into contact with it. So it's got a nice grippy feel. It's comfortable to grip and to hold. And it works. I've only had it for a few days, but I've been using it each evening. I use it while I watch the TV. I just pick it up and do it a few times, you know, 10 reps, three times while I'm watching telly to strengthen my poor wrist. And I assume that as the days and weeks go by, I can turn it upwards towards 60 kilograms, at which point I shall come round and offer you an arm wrestle. Uh, yes, incidentally, that's uh, eleven pounds <laughs> to one hundred and thirty-two pounds. I'm... Oh, <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're going all you Euro and Ian Barton. You and Ian Barton. <laughs> what am I going to say? Okay, <laughs> that looks great. Yeah, I've, I've often thought about um, one of these things um, just to keep your wrist moving. As people get arthritis and you get older, I suppose it's probably a good idea, or maybe it's not. If you've got arthritis, perhaps you're supposed to rest your wrist and your your fingers and your joints rather than goading them by doing this. I don't oh, know. I've always been a, an advocate of gentle exercise. Even if it's tiny, tiny weenie, you should always keep something moving in some respect, otherwise it'll seize up completely. Has your mother tried? She doesn't have bad wrists. Or at least she doesn't. Oh, I, well, I mean, I've never even discussed it with my mother. I might, I suggest she'll probably put it straight up to 60 and say I need a better one. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm afraid Judge Barton is actually really going to take me to task, not because of my pedanticism over Imperial versus uh, Digital, but because it's gone up to £5.99 and therefore no oh, longer it, qualifies oh, yeah. as cheap as chips. But no. honestly, Garth, when I bought it, it was £4, um, what did I say? £4.73. And it's still worth it at 5 99 
Yeah, yeah. I think we actually bent the rules on that anyway, didn't we? No, no. We um, said you've got to... I mean, if, if there are 10 of it and there's only one of it. So, no, I'm sorry. Guilty uh, oh, as charged. It? Okay. Fair enough. All right. Let's, let's get to what we'd really like to have. I want one. I want one. I want one. I want one of those. Right. The Comfy. The Comfy. Have you ever seen one of these? I have never seen one of it's, these. It's like a tent (laughs) (laughs) and you wear it it's got a hood and it's like a tent and you put it over you and then you um it's it's designed you know like these um double slippers that you put your two feet in in front of the sofa yeah yeah yeah. uh, in front of the telly i think it's kind of that general idea it makes you feel comfy and you sit there and keep warm and comfy um but i had a a thought for a different use of this which is to stick it over me and wear it on my moped (laughs) it's i think it'd be a great idea you you wouldn't have to worry about coats or whatever else you put your helmet on and away you go and this thing would it's massive and now i know the, the model that's modeling this is obviously not massive like me and maybe on me it'll be just like an ordinary jumper <laughs> but but yeah a, a sherpa sorry microfiber and sherpa wearable back wearable blanket effectively one size fits all keeps you warm and cozy um machine washable and tumble dryer safe um, so yeah, they 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 quote things like barbecues, so you keep warm at the barbecue, going on a camping trip, going to the beach, um, uh, you know, or, or you know whatever. Yeah. Just wherever or you just might get out of bed it. in the morning in the winter and put it on and lounge around in the house in it. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's yeah. Just like a dressing gown with a pullover, pullover dressing gown, isn't it? Exactly. Loads of different colours, um, and bizarrely, the different colours are different prices. So you need to be a bit careful because um, they go from thirty eight quid to 64 Ooh, I'd so like the black one what color why how much is that going to cost yeah. me still doesn't say oh you have to pick a size as well okay yeah it's only one size that, that was a bit kind of stupid i thought um because it's one size fits all and they're oh, asking I see. You to yeah you still have to select it okay <laughs> i've selected stupid one people. size fits all in black and mine would be 38.99 okay right so yours is the cheapest one then um, <laughs> why which, which the, color the, are you the, after I'm going to go for the leopard skin. Oh, oh love. <laughs> I could just imagine going down the road on that. Right, that one's going to cost me, oh, no, it's the same, thirty-eight ninety-nine. And there's a 15% voucher on the leopard skin one, which takes 15% oh, off, which is Lord. about another, so that'll make it 34, 34 quid or oh. 33 quid or something. I really fancy one of those. I'm not going to buy one because I'm I'm, I'm not going to waste 33 quid on I just it, want to get onto Photoshop really like now one. and morph this oversized leopard riding a bicycle. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, just, uh, oh yes. great fun. I, I quite often, when I go out to ride my moped, I quite often have to think about you know what to put on whether i put my coat on whether i put the um my jacket on or whether i put you know you have to think about these things yes whether i wear my gloves but this one you just put it on and that's it you're away so i quite fancy that anyway if you want to stay in the house you could get um my other item for i want one of those can i just say thank you ted for bringing two items because i haven't brought any i'm grateful for that (laughs) i I was hoping to gloss over that (laughs) And you'd you'd have got away with it, but now you've highlighted it. <laughs> oh no, I'm prepared to put my hands up and say I'm incompetent. Right, the Wise W Y Z E lamp. Okay, this is a Wise lamp, and I say hurrah for something that's not a smart device. 
at last, um, and you don't have to talk to an assistant to control it. But you'd think a wise lamp would be just that. You should be able to say, oh, great lamp, should I marry the girl I love? (laughs) This looks like a really nice lamp, though. It's floor-standing, this one, Mm -hmm. although I don't know, you might be able to get other ones as well. It's floor-standing, and it's got a bendy gooseneck thingy, so you turn it around any position you want to. It's got an on-off switch in line, and this is the bit that you'll probably like. it's, It's wise and smart to a degree, because it's got a remote control. Yes, yes. So you put this button within range of the remote control and you can turn it on and off from the coffee table or whatever. You don't have to go and and bend down and turn the switch off that's in line. And it looks like a really nice lamp. And mind you, I don't know if it's an, is it an LED lamp um, or is it a traditional one? I didn't check that. I'd be in trouble with Chris Kelly. Well, while again, you're checking I? that, let me just say the pedant in me says, well, you could just get one of those remote control sockets and and have a switch on your desk. Yes, but, you could. But the, 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 uh, the converse to that is it's a very nice looking switch. It looks like a very yeah. elegant switch, which, which matches the lamp. So that's your reason for getting this. It is an LED. Oh, there you are, you see. What's that? Hang on a minute. Live it is smart, on air. after all. Mr. Ted Salmon reads... It's got, oh, there's, there's, a, the, there's an app. Oh, I, so, I don't want it now. Oh, it's too smart I, for I, you. I removed it's that. It's too smart for right. Mr. Salmon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, Wise Floor Lamp looks really nifty and neat, and I'd like one, and I would not install the app. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, you need to take your leaf out of my book. I mean, one of the products which I've spoken about on the show several times is my Ember coffee mug, you know, the, the one that heats up by itself. Yeah. Um, that has an app. I turned it on once two years ago when I bought the mug. I set it up to the temperature I wanted. I uninstalled the app, and I haven't looked at it since. So you don't have to use <laughs> these things just because they're there. No, exactly. Still using and still using. Ring, 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 ring. I'm still using. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Oh, I was doing a I lovely just... link and you spoiled it. What have I got to hang you on do, for? You, you can do it again. Ring, ring. Hold on. <laughs> I've got podcaster's nose again. Podcaster's nose. Ring, ring. Right. Ring, ring. Oh, <laughs> I was still talking there. Can you wait till I say okay? <laughs> Right, carry on. Ring, 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 ring. (laughs) Somehow this link has lost its charm. I'm still using my K ring. I forget what the K stands for now. Um, But listeners will remember I was very excited, as were several people who saw me using it, uh, when I bought... uh, When did I bring it to the show? September 2018, so pushing two years ago now, a ring, which is a payment ring. It's 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 just a, a... a contactless payment ring. So it's a ring. It's got a coil inside it. I know that because I've broken it a couple of times. It's a ceramic ring. It's very attractive. It's available in several colours, several sizes. I bought this thing in September 2018. And I have to say, they really should be getting a gold star because for the second time, I have been offered a free replacement. Um, During lockdown, uh, a a small hairline fracture turned into a chip, turned into a whacking great piece finally falling off, turned into me putting the ring down and not wearing it. At the end of lockdown, I emailed the company and said, I'd very much like to pick up where I left off. Am I required to buy a new one? What's the situation? Do I get a discount? And they wrote back and said, here is your code. Please use this at checkout and you'll get it for free. Wow. So I have replaced the ring, now costing £99. And Mm. as far as I know, it's in the post to me and will be here any day. So um, I'm still using it. 
I remember the great fun. I've talked about this on the show before, so I'll be quick. The fun I had when I would use it. People would say, oh, my God, what did you did you just did you just play with it? Oh, my. What's that? And get terribly excited, which I loved, of course, because it was a bit of attention. But then it started to get to the point that I would actually start using my phone yeah. or one of my cards because I didn't want to have to go through the. Yes, it's a ring. Yes, it's contactless payment. So there were pros and cons, but um, it's a good product to have. And I'm looking forward to wearing the new one. You might find that that's changed now because um, when I go to the supermarket, as I've said on the show before, I put my um, my my debit card in the back of my glove. That's right. You've talked I, about and, that. Yes. And I just hold it onto the terminal. So you might find that these days they're expecting people to have different ways of doing that. And um, OK, you haven't got a glove on. But anyway, the other thing I was going to ask you was um, how do they how is it they deal with different sizes? I can't remember now. Well, I mean, when you order it, you mean you order it as you would a ring in a jeweller's. You order a ring right, size. Okay. I don't know my sizes are. Um, you just order the ring okay. in the size you want. And yes, I think you're right. I think I may well find that when I start to go out again now post-COVID and use it, as you say, people nowadays, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a system where you just look at the terminal and go, oh, pay, yeah. and, and it's paid without doing anything at all. So, yeah, I don't think anyone will turn a, turn a hair at it now. Thank goodness. <laughs> 99 quid. Yeah. Do you, think it's, yeah. do you think it's worth it? Jammy me. Do, yeah, yein, as they say in Germany. Yes and no. It, it depends. It depends on your use case. If you do a lot of shopping of little things, if you flit from shop to shop and use it a lot, then yes, it would be worth having. I was certainly not for me. There's no way it would be worth my paying anything like ninety nine quid because I use it very occasionally. But yeah. um, since it's free, I'm going to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you have to put credit on it. You have to. You? Yeah, you use it like it's like yeah. a like a pay as you go phone yeah. or something. You just put up yeah, whatever yeah. credit you want. Yeah. It's got a limit. Very so nice. there's various safety things. And they have a new system now. They send an email every week to give you your credit update and usage so you can keep a close eye on what's happening. Very good. There you go, then. Um, two years, no, three, well, two and a half years later, still using. I'm still using something, um, just to, to upstage you, from <laughs> the middle of 2017. Ah, damn. <laughs> yeah. Whatever works, 36. And it is a bit techy, and I won't dwell on it too long, but it's it's the thing, the, the TP-Link um, MiFi unit that I put my... Um, my, my SIM card in, in order to get Wi-Fi. I think MiFi. I remember this. This came at the end of a lot yeah. of frustration, didn't it, when you finally found a solution? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Although that was probably more to do with the um, the, the getting um, unlimited data. Anyway, um, the point is that this, this little box thingy has been in use since June 2017. So four years later, more than four years later, and it's still working perfectly. It's it's constantly plugged into the mains um, via the cable, obviously. Um, it, it's still got the original battery in it. The the battery when when occasionally I forget to plug it in or it gets unplugged or whatever, and I forget to to, to plug it in back in, the, the battery still a, a, appears to last about eight hours worth of of of, of um, battery. So that battery that's inside it is right from four years wow. ago. It's still keeping its charge and it's being if you listen to what people say about lithium-ion batteries it's being abused because i'm not ever giving it a chance to de-charge oh, de de yes, de and recharge yeah yeah so so i'm really abusing the battery but it's still absolutely almost as good as new i think i probably used to get 10 or 12 hours out of it yeah. but eight hours and it's it's fabulous 
There's loads of information on the little device if you want to use it. I don't. There's also an app if you want to do that and, and, and hook up to it over your MiFi from your phone. It's also got an SD card slot in it. Um, which you can then um, access from devices around the, the the area once you're 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 plugged into it, and it's um, seventy two quid I noticed on Amazon at the moment. I think it was a bit cheaper than that then. But but if you buy something that's going to last for four years and even the battery is still fabulous, then you know seventy two quid is pretty good I think. So yeah, that's my um, still using TP Link. M7350 MiFi, 4G MiFi. Um, I guess at some point I'll have to get a 5G one. But um, yeah, really, really good uh, longevity. And I'm going to instigate a new section straight away talking of longevity. I've just worked out at £72 over four years. That's cost you very roughly 37.5p a week. Well, fan my britches. So you've done well there. I might do the same for my coffee machine sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You won't live long enough. I'm, I regret I haven't brought a main item to this show th- this week, so I'm going to bring a second <laughs> still using uh, just to ah. try and make up in, in lieu of that. Um, but I'm going to call this still not using. Yeah. <laughs> right at the height of the COVID panic last March, when we all thought we were going to die imminently, I, in, in, in view of taking care of my mother, and I don't say that facetiously, of course not, I'm just making some silly humour here, but in view of taking care of my mother, um, I bought all sorts of things, as many people did, one of which was a thermometer. I bought the Braun IRT6020 Thermoscan 5-Ear Thermometer. Oh, Perhaps yeah. Perhaps I haven't used it much because I don't have five ears. <laughs> um, £42.99... Um, purchased in March, tested, found to be very good. I thought it was well made. It was a good, sound, decent piece of kit. It appeared to work. I tested it a few times on my own ear and my mother's. Um, and then in a few paranoid moments around the time of the COVID crisis, I would check my mother's temperature on my own and all seemed to be fine. But since then, it's sat in a cupboard and been untouched. <laughs> so it's a bit, yeah. I can't really say still using because I haven't touched it since last March, but I'm still owning and still prepared to use uh, the apparently very good brawn ear thermometer very good yeah i do remember that and i remember you bringing that on and i remember thinking to myself that's a nice bit of kit and i won't buy one because it'll sit in a drawer however my mum's got one of these um and it does sit in the drawer <laughs> yes, most of the time yeah. but but they they clearly mum and dad clearly use it more than you do yeah. um they, they do check their ear temperatures and what have you so yeah but it's also the kind of thing you need it when you need it and you're very glad you got it if my mother were to become uh, ill and needed her temperature taken i would be extremely glad that i own this so it's it's an insurance policy product isn't it indeed 42.99 if you live to 100 that'll cost you two (laughs) tough tough and tough and safe me a week not exactly how i meant it but there we go time for you to (laughs) sing the review jingle ted Oh, uh, review, review, reviews, reviews. And to yeah. do the review, <laughs> it's all you today, Ted. Uh, the, the, the only review I've got, actually, is uh, uh, scraping the barrel a bit. You know, do you remember those um, tall, red, um, electronic, well, battery-driven uh, salt and pe- pepper thingies I brought Oh, the, the grinders. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. Well, they, 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 they're all right. They still work. They still grind. But... Um, 
the lights, they're supposed to have these novelty lights in them, and it's just really annoying that the lights don't work. Um, and whatever we seem to do to them, we can't get the lights to, to, to work in. Both of them, it's broken. But, yeah, if you fiddle around with it enough, you can get the grinder to still work. So, But the biggest problem with it was that we kept knocking them over. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They're so tall. They're, they're really thin and tall. And every time you move the table or anything, you know, or just jog the leg... They fall over, and it's all over the place. So can I so just interject thought... very quickly before you move on with yeah. a quick story? I was in a restaurant years ago in Vienna, and they had several of these, like an enormous one. You know the Italian waiter who comes around, well, do you like pepper? And they're bloody yeah. great thing. They had a whole set of them, like Russian dolls. And I moved backwards in a chair... <laughs> And I toppled the entire lot over onto the floor of this restaurant with an almighty clatter. So I know exactly what you mean about knocking them over. Sorry, do continue. Yeah, they're they're stupidly tall and thin. Anyway, um, so after all that preamble, um, we decided that, hang this, we've had enough of this, we'll get some proper ordinary ones. And so... Looked on Amazon, and sure enough, for seven ninety nine, there's a couple of little um, salt and pepper pots which matched Mother's um, dining set for colour oh, and everything, okay. and very stylish. And they're very small and dumpy. And you do it the old-fashioned way: you lift them up and you shake the thing, whatever you want to shake out of it, you shake out of it with your hand, and don't press a button. And it works absolutely fine. And sometimes you think to yourself, the simplest ways are the best. It's got a bung on the bottom to open up. They did uh, the reviews on Amazon seem to get some bad press for those bungs not being very good, but these ones have been fine. And you fill it up, and and that's it, really. What do you say about a, a, a manual, old-fashioned salt and pepper set? They just work. I say, here, here, sir, here, here. Whatever works. Whatever works, especially <laughs> uh, you know. And I say in the nicest possible way. My mother, if you give my mother a grinder, she'll just sort of hold it and look at it and wonder what to do with it and and grind it yeah. in a horizontal <laughs> position. And you have to say, no, 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 you have to hold it up. So, absolutely. Good old-fashioned, pick it up and shake it. Totally. 100% with you there, sir. Blasted right. And it says on there, heart of the home, seasoned with love, which is very sweet as well. Ah, very sweet. Ahmed Bibas would like to put the dreaded spork into room 101. What's a spork? I hear you ask. <laughs> well, Ahmed says, I hate those flimsy things you get on planes, etc. It's a sort of... Comp- it's, imagine taking a spoon and then cutting teeth into the end of it. So you've got a spoon shape, but with sort of forky, prongy things on the on the tip of it. Uh, Ahmed goes on to say the shallow teeth mean that it's almost unusable as a fork because the food keeps sliding off and it can barely hold any fluid as a spoon because it's not concave enough. So any liquid ends up seeping through the teeth. Now, yes, I see your point, Ahmed. But on the other hand, the only time I've ever come across these sporks is their cheap plastic giveaways as you say on planes or you know in a takeaway chip store shops. chip shops or <laughs> at a railway station buying something in a hurry and you're not looking for silver service there are you you're just looking for something that gets the job done quickly that you can chuck in the bin or recycle correctly if you're more inclined so yeah i see your point ahmed but i think you're picking on something that 
is really neither here nor there to pick on in the first place. Does that make sense, Ted? I've, I've looked at the um, photo of this now and reminded myself, and I know what you mean. And someone else posted one of one that's got a bit better designed with a with a knife on the side. And there's some there's another one with a, a fork at one end and a spoon at the other. This could start a little project, couldn't it, to find the best pocketable eating device out there for travel. I reckon that, that that's a, we can yes. start a trend on this one. But then again, um, you're, th- that comes into what I just said. Are we looking at a quick disposable, doesn't really matter, throw it away? Or you talk about something like a like a, a, a Swiss Army knife that you keep yeah, in your yeah, pocket that, yeah. for any... Yeah, that's a nice yeah. thought. Yes, the let, let, let's, let's start a trend on that one, shall we? Who's got the best solution for a pocketable camping cum Swiss Army knife cum whatever? Not disposable, but something that you keep in your, your kit. And I bet, I bet you Steve Litchfield's got one alongside his Victorinox cards in his wallet. We shall see. And we'll call it, I suppose, a fork's out of the question. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Now, My Room 101 is something that was in the news this week, which is, apparently, Amazon have been destroying scores of brand new laptops, TVs, phones and more. A video investigation has found that Amazon destroys perfectly usable electronics to make space in its warehouse. For houses, former Amazon employees have spoken out um, about the practice. Um, junked products include new iPhones, new iMacs, smart TVs, premium headphones, and, and just just all sorts of electronic stuff. And that's just a bit of a worry, really. Is not not because I mean I hate wasting stuff anyway, but um, not just because of wasting it, but because of the effect on. The, what we're supposed to be doing about the planet and just not doing this. Now, it might be that the, that this is just not true and it's just a, a terrible story that's got out and it's false news somewhere. And I hope it is. I really do. Um, but that would just be dreadful if that was true, wouldn't it? I agree with you, Ted. I think if, if it were true, then it's absolutely appalling. I mean, if you want to clear your warehouse, give it to schools. Send it to Africa. Yeah, yeah. There are no end of places that would be begging for such things. I, I, I find it hard to believe. But then on the other hand, look at the exposés there have been in the fashion world of how last year's fashions are burned because yeah. they want to, people to buy this year's, not last year's. Exactly. Uh, humans have got a lot to answer for. I, I, I do so hope it's not true. And if it is, then something really, really should be done. Yeah, humans are cads. So, we'll play some nice music and give somebody <laughs> a gold star instead. <laughs> Right, I want to give a gold star to Bob. Do you know who Bob is? Bob the Builder. Can you fix? No, no, it's no. another Bob. Uh, Bob, the first Asda delivery driver. Bob and I the na- Asda delivery driver. <laughs> Sorry. I will, I will actually name Asda <laughs> this time. Um, the first delivery driver to arrive to my static home, following the instructions that I put on the order of how to get here, spelled out, knowing how to reverse their van. <laughs> I, I think I said before, didn't I? I had to help this bloke, reverse this Asda driver, reverse yes, his van. Yes, you talked about that. Yeah, I, I yeah, can't believe... Yeah. Anyway, and he didn't phone me in a panic, um, sitting 10 yards outside the gate, not being able to look and see where the gate is, even though they got clear instructions. Bob had it all sorted. The first thing I knew was there he was outside my um, van, and and when he'd finished oh, doing sounds his business, like he's just arrived outside now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Well, that's the train. Not only do we get rain here, we get trains as well. Rain and train in Spain falls mainly on the plane. Oh, um, so, yeah, Bob the Asda driver, gold star for getting it all right, and I knew nothing of it. He didn't need help reversing. He just pulled off and did his thing, and he was gone. So, gold star for Bob. How old was Bob? He was about 32. Oh, I just... <laughs> Oh, very accurate, obviously. No, I'm just wondering. I'm just trying to get a picture. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just curious. You know, could it be that he's an experienced delivery driver who knows what he's done and have been doing it for years? Or could it be that he's actually just become a delivery driver because of the COVID situation and he's a, just a highly intelligent, sensible, decent chap and took to it quickly? I'm just, you know, it's interesting. Probably the latter. I, I, it, it's really hard to um, to criticise these people that um, do a really, really good job and deliver in all sorts of weathers and under terrible conditions. And it's hard physical work as well. Yes. But I, I have had a, a, a chain of as the delivery drivers that just are not using their common sense. And I have to say, sorry, but... When when we've used Sainsbury's and um, Tesco drivers um, and Waitrose, the, the, there's there's been none of these issues. Whether what that says about Asda, I don't know. But anyway, let's hope it's um this is a turn for the the better because this was perfect this time. So so gold starter Bob from Asda. Absolutely, well done, Bob the driver. <laughs> <laughs> Bob the driver, indeed. I think we're done, Aidan. Okay. We've, um, we're, we're about around the hour, as usual. And just to say we'll be back in two weeks' time, um, as always. Whateverworks.works is where you'll get all the links to the stuff we've been talking about today. TedSalmon.com for me, AidenBell.com for Aiden. And don't forget the MeWe group, where you can tell us whatever works in your life, and we can bring, bring the highlights of that to the shows as we go forward. Also, there's PodHub UK. Don't forget that. So links in there to all the other podcasts and stuff of interest that we're all involved in in the little group of PodHub UK. Um, head across to Google and just put in PodHub UK and you'll find it. So that's about it, Aidan. Anything else? No, no, no. Just as ever, no offence ever intended by my ridiculous black sense of humour, everybody. I love you all, really. Yeah. <laughs> Only one thing left to say. Don't forget, whatever, whatever works, works! works.